quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before my period. I always used to feel like I was walking in quicksand and craving the most unhealthy of foods. My sleep was always off and my moods were unpredictable. Now it's easier to manage PMS with EstroControl. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it shows. And the biggest benefit, feeling like myself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 14,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off the entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code PEACE at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code PEACE for 15% off today. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood, yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connected parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Welcome back to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle and I'm glad you're here. And I'm talking about this idea of aggressive kids or kids who are presenting with big emotions, big feelings. A lot of times these kids also present with aggression, like hitting or biting or kicking. One of those tends to come out. And when a child hits, kicks, or bites, our first reaction is to protect the child that is being hit, kicked, or bitten. And I think that that's totally normal. We see someone hurt somebody else and we want to go to the person who is hurting. We want to go to their aid. We want to help them recover because they've been attacked, so to speak. And we should. We should protect these kids. We should help make sure that they're okay. Our next reaction often is to punish or reprimand or correct or to otherwise shame or belittle or threaten or bribe the child who was kicked, hit, or bitten. And I think this is where we fall short in parenting is that those kids, the ones who present big, right? Not all kids do, but some kids present big. They present big feelings, big emotions, and sometimes they present big aggression. And that aggression comes from fear. And that fear often is a feeling of an unmet need that they're experiencing in that moment. And traditionally, society has said, you know, schools say parenting pedagogy tells us society at large tells us that that child needs to be punished and needs to pay for or suffer a consequence for what they've done to the child that they've inflicted the pain on. And that that will teach them how to control their emotions, how to self-regulate. That will teach them right from wrong. That will teach them what they need to know in order to behave better. But what I find when I work with families and I, um, And the family tells us that, you know, one of the children are presenting with hitting or biting or kicking or some sort of aggression. 
my first thought is that child is hurting. And until I can get that child feeling better, everyone is unsafe. So parents often will say, well, this is a safety issue and I'm not going to allow my kid to hit, bite, or kick somebody else because it's a safety issue and the other kids in the house or the other kids in the school or the other kids in whatever group we're in are not safe. But I tend to look at it a bit differently. I tend to look at it at this idea that until we can get the dysregulated child safe, nobody is safe. And so our job is to pour deeply into this idea of connection with the dysregulated child in order to keep the other kids safe. And it isn't about reprimanding the dysregulated child or telling them how to manage their emotions or giving them a punishment or correcting them or sending them to timeout. It's about really sinking in the deep needed connection with that kid. So every moment that they're dysregulated, we come to them with connection. We also come to them with connection outside of the dysregulated moments. We find every opportunity to infuse connection with this child, especially if there's a sibling issue. We do not take sides because we don't want to fuel the fire. On a bigger level, what I believe is that many of these kids who present big, right, kicking, hitting, biting, pushing, shoving, are the kids who end up being in our school systems and who will end up presenting eventually in that way at school. And if they're not given the proper connection, they're not given ways in which they can feel better, they will end up putting a major strain on our school system. So we see these kids who enter the classroom who are big, loud, they are big feelings, big emotions, and often they take those out on the people around us or around them rather. And if we don't give them the connection we need, these are the kids who end up in detention, who end up suspended, who end up getting in fights, who end up really going off the rails. Now, not all kids will present this way, but there is a certain temperament that presents this way. And the more we punish and reprimand and the more we tell them how wrong they are, the more they deep dive into shame. And then these kids often will present bigger with more aggression, more upset. And so thus it creates this cycle where they do something wrong, then they get in trouble, then they feel bad, and then they do something wrong again because they're not thinking well. They, and pretty soon they don't have anything to lose, right? Because they've already been put in detention. They've already been sent you know, to the principal's office. They've already been suspended. And we see these kids. I saw these kids when I was working in public school. And what these kids lacked was connection. And it wasn't that they didn't have people around them. They certainly did have lots of people around them, but they didn't have people around them pouring into them in the right ways. And so this pushed them deeply off the edge. This episode is sponsored by Byheart. Byheart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, alpha-lac, found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. Byheart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. Byheart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim, 
What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her questions via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. And then she can either type her responses or use their voice-to-text feature. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. This book becomes a legacy, something your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's given you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I used mylifeinabook.com to compile my own stories to give to my daughters for Mother's Day. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code PEACE at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code PEACE for 10% off today. Now, can these kids end up being school shooters? Maybe, because a lot of the research says that school shooters, they've all experienced trauma and that many of them have been part of um, households that were steeped in harshness and steeped in, you know, deep discipline. Many of them were discipline issues in school. Many, it wasn't a surprise to many of the staff later on that these kids did what they did because they were often in trouble. And so if we can shift the paradigm for the children that are presenting big, biting, kicking, and not spank them or punish them deeply, if we can come to them with connection, we are actually keeping everyone in society, everyone in these kids' families, everyone they interact with safer, and that we do a disservice to everyone around these big presenting kids. We do a disservice when we punish them. And when we come down hard on them, we do a disservice to everybody else because we are putting everyone else in peril. And I know that this is a very different way of looking at things, but it does make complete sense when you really sit down and think about it, that without getting these children self-regulated, they can also end up being drug abusers. They can, I'm not saying all of them, but I'm just saying there is a certain sect of child and a ter- certain temperament of a person who may end up using drugs because they're unable to regulate their feelings. They're feeling lonely and disconnected and they might go to this place where they're at a loss and they need to medicate themselves or will many of them need mental health resources because they feel disenfranchised well and they end up being violent will they also end up being in bad relationships will they also end up having their own kids and passing this on so it's going to stress our society it's going to stress the family first then it's going to stress our our bigger society when these kids aren't parented with connection. We almost owe it to ourselves. We owe it to society to come to people with connection because if we don't, then we are eroding our own civilization as we know it. I get a lot of slack on 
Instagram about people saying, well, gentle parented kids or connected parented kids, you know, they're going to ruin society. And I find that so fascinating because I feel just the opposite, that the kids who are having a hard time in society are the kids who don't have enough connection. And it's just quite the opposite, that they need us so badly and that the connected kids are not ruining the society. They are the pillars of society. And hopefully they will be able to parent their kids with connection, creating a whole generational transition and shift. So we owe it to this world and we owe it to ourselves and our kids and everyone we know to come to people, mostly children, with connection. Because that way we're ensuring the safety of our citizens, of the people around us, the safety of the kids in school, the safety of people in our society, the safety of the people in the movie theaters and the safety of the people driving on the streets. If we had more connection in our world, then everyone is safer. So the next time you see a child hit or kick or bite or do something that is very off track, please think of it as being very off track, that they are having a very hard time internally and that they deeply need someone to come to them with connection and that the kid who's hit or bitten or, or kicked, they're having a hard time too. But that is very superficial, right? It, it's on the surface and it will heal and it will be hard. And it, it's not easy to be kicked or hit or bitten by any means. But it isn't this deep-rooted issue that the child who is kicking or hitting or biting has at the moment. And many children bite and kick and hit. It doesn't mean they're bad kids or that they're going to end up drug users. It means they just need connection to get through it. I mean, my own kids have done those things. And I think if I would have stuck in with Esme with real punishment and lots of correction and, you know, overbearing conventional parenting ideology, that she could have ended up one of those kids, one of those people that had a really hard time in society. Maybe she wouldn't have been a drug abuser. Maybe she would have. But maybe she would have, you know, needed a, a lot of mental health. She might still need some mental health, you know, a help as it is, but it might have really pushed her. We all can use, you know, help mentally and there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's a beautiful thing to get therapeutic help, but to live in a, in a world where you feel disenfranchised, where you feel everyone's out to get you, where you feel like you don't have an ally, you don't have a connection, that is the, the place that we don't want people to end up being. And if they don't get the, those needs met, at home, if they don't get the needs met of being seen and heard and understood, then they will continue to wreak havoc, not only in their home, but in our schools and in our, our bigger society. So yes, we can help the child who's hurt, but we also need to help the child who's hurting inside. And that's the child who's presenting really big. So just a different perspective on this whole idea of aggression and how to view it. A couple of things that if you have a kid with aggression, I always like to say, oh, little kids who want to hit their brother or sister are going to get 155 kisses because now you've created this space where you're giving connection in a place where they were very disconnected. And no, it will not reinforce bad behavior. And that's just a fallacy. It might get the kid to hit more because they want more connection, but they're not hitting out of malice anymore. Now they're hitting to get connected, which is something completely different. So if you have that kid who presents with big aggression, listen to my aggression episode in season one. It's really great. And start to rethink this child who's having a hard time. 
Okay. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for joining me on the Peace and Parenting Podcast. And I'll see you guys next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.